We're often told that we should plan ahead. You should plan ahead for your child's education. You should plan ahead for your medical care. You should plan ahead for emergencies. If you live in this area, you should plan ahead for a hurricane. You should plan ahead for your retirement. Planning ahead is normally a good thing. It's a very good thing. It's something we are commended for. It's a sign of the fact that we are taking personal responsibility for our lives. It's also an action, or probably more likely a series of actions, through which we exercise a very important virtue, the virtue of prudence. Given the uncertainties of life, it's prudent for a person to plan ahead. Planning ahead can even be a moral mandate, a moral imperative in certain circumstances. Children, for example, need parents who will plan ahead for them in a responsible manner, especially when they're very young. That's why many parents set up college funds for their children right after birth given the ridiculous costs of college these days, and it's probably only going to get worse, good parents know they need to plan ahead for their children when they're born, not 18 years down the road. So I ask you this morning, if planning ahead is such a good thing, why is Jesus so critical of the man in today's Gospel parable? This wealthy man who had an abundant harvest. Shouldn't the guy have been commended for working so hard? Shouldn't Jesus have praised him for being so industrious, for doing such a great job of planning ahead? After all, it sounds like the guy was set for life. He didn't even need an IRA, 401k, or any gold from Lear Capital. Didn't need any of that stuff. So what was the problem? Well, believe it or not, I don't think the issue for Jesus was that the man had planned ahead. I don't think that was the problem at all. I believe the problem that Jesus had with this man was that the guy hadn't planned far enough ahead. He was planning ahead for the next 40 or 50 years or however long he expected to live on planet Earth. But his existence was not going to come to an end with his physical death. After his death, which came a lot sooner than he expected, he was going to have to face Almighty God in judgment. And after being judged by the Lord, he was going to have to face eternity. And from what Jesus says here, it sounds like the guy was not ready for those experiences. He wasn't ready at all, since his life was ruled by greed and not by charity. He was rich in worldly treasure, yes, but he was not rich in what matters to God. The lesson for us today, I think, is very simple. The Lord is saying to each and every one of us today, yes, it's good that you plan ahead in all those ways that you need to plan ahead in your earthly life. But in the process, always make sure that you are planning far enough ahead.
In other words, we need to make sure that we are always planning ahead for God's judgment, His merciful judgment, so that whenever it comes, today or many years from now, we'll be ready. And how exactly do we do that? How do we plan ahead for judgment? Well, we plan ahead, first of all, by striving to grow in our relationship with Jesus every day. That's something that Father Najim has been talking a lot about in recent weeks in his homilies. We plan ahead by taking our Catholic faith seriously and by applying it to every aspect of our lives, every aspect, even to our conduct at home and at work, and including our political views. We plan ahead by loving our neighbors as we love ourselves, by practicing forgiveness, which is very hard, but necessary. We plan ahead by being concerned for those less fortunate than we are, something the rich man in this parable was not. And we plan ahead by repenting when we fail in these areas, which we all do at times. On that note, do you remember my mercy equation? The equation I shared with you at the beginning of the Jubilee Year of Mercy last December. In case you've forgotten it, I'll refresh your memories. Recognition plus repentance equals reception. That equation has an application in this context. If we recognize our sins and the fact that Jesus died for our sins, that's recognition, and then sincerely repent of those sins, plus repentance, we will receive mercy from the Lord. Reception. And receiving that mercy, my brothers and sisters, is an absolute necessity if we want to plan ahead properly for God's judgment. That is to say, if we want to go to heaven. I've often said, if we want to live life successfully forwards, which I think we all do, then we need to think backwards. In other words, we need to begin by thinking about the goal we want to attain and then reflect back on the steps we need to take to get to that goal from wherever it is we are right now. And we're all in different places spiritually. In fact, that's the principle that should guide every decision we make in this life, including the decision to repent of our sins. We should ask ourselves, is this decision, this decision I'm pondering, going to bring me one step closer to my goal, which of course is heaven, or will the decision I'm about to make take me down another road to another place, a place I definitely do not want to go? The rich man in this parable never thought of that question when he made his decision to greedily store up his harvest for himself and think about everybody and forget about everybody else. That night, when he took his final breath and met the Lord face to face, I'm sure he wished he had done otherwise. He planned ahead for a lot of things. Well, unfortunately, he failed to plan ahead for the most important thing of all, the judgment of God. 
He planned ahead, but he did not plan far enough ahead. My prayer today is that each and every one of us in this church this morning will learn from this man's mistake. 